Hi, welcome to Biomedical Engineering News. This is Nick Cusato, your host. Uh, today is February 13th, 2020. It's a Thursday. Get ready for a great day in the world. We have mice model uh, market of 2020. Um, so get your mice. For CRISPR, dextrin, thine, magnesium, doped, hydroapatite, composite, antimicrobial coatings. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, possums pollinate bizarre parasitic plant. Yep. And, uh, whew. For anti-inflammatory vegetables, need diet, lose weight. Come on. And uh, what's uh, what is infatuation in a relationship, and uh, where can it lead? Huh? Could really use that. That's how I feel right now. Look at all those chickens. Uh, vitamin D's role in uh, postmenopausal women, or maybe just for anybody with lower back pain. Let's find out. Natural language processing, learning, and how to master it. Oh my gosh, this is a lot. How many have we done so? All right, want more more inflammation reduction, but this. This time it points to optimism. Uh, Strava for iOS adds health kit integration for importing Apple Watch workouts. Yeah. And why is pedestrian? And why why does it make your face puffy? And our biohack of the day: If you're a woman, my flow app. If you're a man, I'm gonna follow up with uh, the, the injectable magnet thing. I'm, I'm actually thinking about getting one, so. <laughs> uh, let's get going, guys. You feel me? Come on. All right, today's gonna be a great day. So there is uh, about 1.59 billion by uh, 2021 expected uh, market cap for the mice model. So global mice mark model market. Uh, it's just about like how many mice there are in the world that are being used for um, research. And there's different types. You know, there's inbred, knockout, hybrid, which I think inbred, outbred, and conditionally, surgically modified, among others. Um, so there's like for technology, CRISPR, microinjection, oncology, diabetes, uh, service, breeding, quarantine, genetic testing, 
care, Puck? And that's like, you know, the food and the bedding and everything. Um, yeah, it's a lot of money. So, um, get your, get your mice. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll post a link. Oh, wow. What is it doing over here? Keeps doing this little throbby thing. All right, let's move forward. Yeah. Okay, let's give me our abstract. Abstract, abstract. This is our abstract of the day. All right, dextrin, thine, magnesium, doped, hydroapatite, uh, composite, antimicrobial clothings. Uh, posted on mdpi.com. Huh. All right, we're just going to call it 10MG DHAP Dextime. Composite layers were prepared by a dip coating procedure from stable suspensions and further analyzed for the first time. Different characterization techniques were employed to explore the physical chemical features of the 10 meg Dextime suspension and derive coatings. Information regarding the 10 meg high uh, suspensions were extracted on the basis of dynamic light scattering, zeta potential, and ultrasound measurements. I feel like everybody's using zeta potential. It's like a, it's like a hot word right now. The crystalline quality of the biocomposite powers resulting after the configural of suspensions and the layers de deposited on glass were accessed by X-ray diffraction on systematic and grazing and incandescent geometries respectively. The chemical structure and presence uh, of functional groups were evaluated for both power and coding by Fourier transform and Fourier spectroscopy in attenuated total reflectance mode and the extent of the antimicrobial effect range of the biocomposite suspensions and coatings was tested against different gram-positive and gram-negative bacteria um, and fungus uh, strains with promising results so alright composite coatings uh, you know solution ultrasound measurements thyme oil Magnesium doping. These are some hot words, so get excited. All right, let's move forward. Oh man, hopefully I can put a segment in here real quick. Goes, I caught you. I caught you. All right, so this is the possum pollinate bizarre parasitic plant. Alright, so Scacobalium fungiform is a strange plant found along the Atlantic coast of Brazil. It's a parasite that feeds off the roots of other plants. It's also only visible when it sprouts glory red fungus-like uh, flowers up, up from the ground for sexual reproduction. Well, uh, scientists have added another oddity to the list. Sci researchers have long suspected that because the female flowers of S. 
fungi form are covered in hard scales that shield this nectar. It couldn't be pollinated by a bird or bee. And now, thanks to night vision cameras, scientists have caught their culprit. Opossums. Just possums. There's no opossums. <laughs> okay. Uh, since the uh, early 1990s, researchers have suspected possums could pollinate plants. So there it is. It's a cute little guy. He's just hanging out there. So here we go. Uh, you know, be, the bees are dying. I say we just bring in a bunch of possums and they can pollinate the plants for us. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that, that was published on ScienceMag. And there's a cute little video. So check it out. Let's move forward. Alright, four anti-inflammatory vegetables you need in your diet if you can't lose weight. Here we go. Alright, one, tomatoes. They provide vitamin C and potassium. Uh, and they contain a compound called lycopene, which is anti-inflammatory. It reduces the body oxidative stress, which can lead to extra weight loss benefits. And it's also a nightshade, and nightshades aren't bad, apparently. That's what we're learning. All right, spinach. Spinach is one of the best vegetables you can eat because it's rich in iron, which is also a powerful anti-inflammatory that can help your body to lose weight when eaten frequently. Number three, peppers. They're one of the best vegetables for anti-inflammatory because they contain multiple chemical compounds that fight the uh, chorosine, synaptic acid, ferruc acid, uh, and they're good healthy snack. All right, broccoli. High in antioxidants. It's a great beca uh, because it uh, provides important nutri nutrients, uh, vitamin C, K, potassium, and fiber. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Let's move forward. All right. So we got Lauren, Lori Hallman, PhD. She's a psychoanalyst with a specialized clinical training in infant parent, child, adolescent, adult psychotherapy. And she speaks about, you know, can infatuation transform a lasting relationship? And it seems like I, um, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, let's investigate, you know, because, uh, what is it, what does it mean right now? Does it mean, oh, man, why? Okay, um. Yeah, I was infatuated, and uh, and now it's turning into a point where it's like, all right, whatever. Let's just read this article. All right, uh, whew. infatuation we get to, can be defined as an intense pashula passion or admiration for potential romantic partner, or um, often rises before you get really to know the other person. few days, six months, or even as long as two years, um, intense yearning to be with the other person. Um, as to time goes by, uh, you know, uh, these feelings become intense and preoccupying. 
so the energy you put into this attraction subsides. So they talk about mutuality and versus self-centered narcissism. Uh, you know, it's usually narcissism that 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 hinders it. And uh, they say, how do I identify signs of growing mutuality? Oh, you feel secure that you're both loved equally. The relationship continues to have high levels of support and, and decreased negative interactions such as jealousy or control by one partner. Trust between partners increase over time. A desire for long-term commitment is shared. Interpersonal closeness continues to boost relationship satisfaction. Over time, the people share personal knowledge that they don't have, such as dreams, desires, fears, goals, perhaps past trauma, and interdependence grows, meaning each partner influenced the way in ways that are more meaningful, um, like sharing about how the Earth is flat, and, and maybe maybe one of them could be a little bit more understanding or maybe give it more of an honest research um, because one of them has to have done a lot of research to get to that point but if, it, if the relationship has to end because that's their line they're like oh, hey I, I like everybody except for these type of people I'm like okay for sure go ahead whatever let's move forward All right, are you a pre-postman? Yeah. All right. Woo! Okay. Yeah. All right. How can sunshine help postmenopausal women with lower back pain? All right. Uh, one of the most common health problems among the aging population. Reports mindbodygreen.com health, uh, and, and these issues can lead to disability, even death, but the symptoms seem to affect women more than men. Uh, research conducted by the North American Menopause Society found vitamin D deficiency may be the cause. Uh, so, there was a study, increased lower back pain result in lumbar disc degeneration. Uh, which is a musculoskeletal disease that occurs when discs between vertebrae begin to lose their cushion. The, the friction of the bones rubbing together might lead to severe flare-ups and intense uh, periods of pain. And what was vitamin D's role in this? Well, it absorbs calcium. Uh, you know, vitamin D helps the body absorb it, which is as we all know, it builds strong bones, and but along with maintaining healthy levels of, of calcium, vitamin D also keeps phosphorus concentrations within normal range, which helps to minim mineralize uh, the skeleton, once again building strong bones. So, um, yeah, uh, they said there, there, uh, there was a serum concentration, uh, which women uh, you know, 232 women, 65 years old on average, um, they took 
10 nanograms per milliliter with, with uh, you know, this vitamin D supplement. And, uh, well, not, although not all women need vitamin D supplementation, this speaks to the importance of avoiding severe vitamin D deficiency. So if you're properly supplementing but still experiencing lower back pain, uh, there's three exercise techniques can help relieve it. Let's just check this out. What three exercise? All right, here we go. So Tai Chi, Qi Gong, and yoga. I like all those. Let's get into each of them. I love, I did Tai Chi once. I tried to teach it. I didn't do it so great. But there's a Tai Chi meme that, that's on Thursdays. That's tomorrow. Wow. Or today. Alright, I'm going to try to go to Tai Chi Me. I know I talked to my buddy about it. I said, hey, we're going to do it. It's at the VRC. Venice Recovery Center. And, and if you don't know where that's at, that's at the dog park on Westminster. So, come on down to the Westminster Dog Park and uh, practice some Tai Chi with me. I think it'll probably be around 5 o'clock. I've got class. Dang. <laughs> Okay, so huh, maybe we'll talk about Qigong tomorrow. All right, we'll talk about Qigong because uh, I think that's super interesting. All right, let's move forward. We got, we got a lot of good stuff. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, man, how do I stop that with that there? All right, so natural language processing, how to master it, and uh, it could boost your bottom line. Here we go. So, um, voice assistants like Siri, Alexa, it's like, how do you teach them to, you know, learn better English and uh, don't be confused with neuro-linguistic programming, which is a kind of therapy. NLP is a field of artificial intelligence focused on making machines better understand communication. So, uh, simple text, speech-to-text transcription or text-to-speech synthesis, uh, but it's um, you know, it's made goes significantly deeper to understand, manipulate, and generate human-like language. It, it, you know, interacting with a computer meant using a mouse and keyboard, but that that won't change overnight. So we want some more seamless human con conversations. Um, so how do we adopt these technologies proactively? Consider annoying exchange at the start. Uh, most customer service calls. For example, um, you know, that's the worst. You're like, hey, dial one for, or say, say, uh, say banking if you're here to call about banking. Say, uh, returns if you're here about returns. And I'm like, huh, click. It's 
speak to an speak to a real person instead of having to n navigate an endless maze of options like pressing buttons and response to prompts NLP allows callers to talk to automated customer service agents oh man we need more NLP alright so how do we track the course of NLP development moves fast in this space NLP models from just five years ago seem anti antiquity but some of the biggest advances happened over the past 12 months so um, there's app, more applications deep learning and large scale unsupervised learning techniques um, less than 100 million parameters and moved to 8.3 billion parameters that's a lot and how do you elevate the, your bottom line? Well, optimize customer service, improve regulatory compliance, learn from customer data, augment ten text intensive tasks, and search beyond keywords. So, thanks, Vika Sigal, uh, founder and CEO of HyperDart, which is kind of new kind of searching browsing experience. He's also the co founder CEO of. Negado, a, a leading provider of high-end software and consulting services. Good job. Oh man, let's just run through this last part. How do you how do you reduce uh, inflammation? Optimism. It improves disease outcome. Yeah, inflammation can result from a stroke, often peace recovery for survivors. So um, you know, if you like just have a little optimism, it actually helps with inflammation. There you go, and Strava for iOS adds health kick and integration for supporting Apple Watch workouts. So if you got an Apple Watch, all right, add the iOS app, health kit, and um, Strava, and then check out your out your heart rate while you climb that mountain and pedestrian why does it make your face puffy yeah well um i don't know pedestrians are sort of like uh estrogen a synthetic uh steroid hormone meant to work similarly to the naturally occurring hormone uh oh why is uh, well, whatever. Pedestrian, um, it's used as an anti-inflammatory. It helps get your immune system to chill out. Can patients with inflammatory bowel disease, bowel disease, help find relief when the patient's body does not reject their new organ? Um, well, they, they use it for rheumatoid arthritis, severe allergic reactions, asthma, lupus, or other autoimmune conditions it can also be used to treat blood or bone marrow problems endocrine problems eye vision problems stomach but it makes your face puffy oh well it's a one side effect of long term or high dose use of cortisol steroid like pedestrian is that your cheeks and neck might swell or you might experience weight gain or change in the fat that's stored in your face abdomen or neck this happens because your body is dealing with the change in its natural cortisol level as a hormone works to reduce swelling it just how you know it's called moon face or uh, renee zellweger face is that true though 
Does Renee Zellweger have pedestrians? Renee Zellweger. Pedestrian. Well, alright, so. Doesn't really say. But she, you know, my coworker was excited to see her in that new movie where she plays, uh, um, that, that, uh, what is it, uh, the, oh man, I don't even care anymore. Let's just get out of here. What? We've got one more or something? Uh, oh yeah. Alright, biohack. Purify the, the vessel. So we gotta buy a Alright, so if you're a woman about to be on uh, uh, your period, uh, if you're going through PMS right now, I feel sorry for you. It's, it's a bummer. So you got four phases, menstruation phase, the follicular phase, the ovatory phase, and the literal phase. I don't know where PMS comes in, but it just messes all that up. So get your MyFlow app. I don't have any stock in any of this. I'm, I don't have, um, but hopefully you can plan some wellness practices around it. So, yeah, woo! Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's get more applause. Yeah. Alright guys, so grateful for you. And check out the the $130 injectable biomagnet. I might do it. I you know I don't expect to ever have a ah, job working on MRI machines, but uh Alright, let's get out of here. So grateful for you. This is a late one. Uh, we played that song already, but I don't care. Let's just do a bunch of these and that and that.